0: Welcome to our new podcast, Convos by the Cup, where I am your co-host, Camille, licensed therapist, and I am Wendy. I'm your wellness advocate here to bring to you each week, one cup of inspiration at a time to help you get through this thing called life. Yes. Today, we are going to be visiting a topic that so many of us struggle with, boundaries. And setting them. So, Wendy, we're going to just jump right in today. And I'm going to ask you, tell me when you hear setting boundaries, what comes to mind? The first thing that comes to mind is setting limits and learning how to say no. Mm, learning how to say no. And set I love that. Setting limits and learning how to say no. Yes, because I think, you know, we overextend ourselves at work, at home, and it just gets to be too much. Um we can't make every event. You can't um you just can't. You can't watch kids twenty four seven, especially when yours are grown and out the house. Mm. You know, you can't bake 10 cakes for the church because <laughs> yeah. they want them because you make the best cake. You're going to have to let Sister Jones make a cake one day. All right now. So I think that's the first thing that comes up with me. And boundaries is something that I truly struggle with being pulled in a million different directions. You know, just learning that it's okay to say, no, I have mm. yet to learn. So this will be Good for to help us navigate through this together. Yes. So I can remember when I first started therapy, my therapist told me to practice saying no to my children. Just saying practice. no to the kids. Okay. Just <laughs> practice. <laughs> Listen, and I had to make an announcement. Okay, kids. I'm getting ready to start saying no. Okay, let's see. Let me get this FaceTime card going because we're about to call them all right now. No, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm telling you for weeks, every time they ask me a question, my, can we? No. My, can you? know? No. Mike can you cash out me $5? No. Mike can you DoorDash me some food? No. Mike can you take me? No, no, no. So I don't know if you're talking about my life or your life. Listen, <laughs> that sounds like the same thing that plays in my house as well. Oh my goodness. When you have and it and it doesn't matter if the kids are teenagers, small, adult, it doesn't no, matter. It doesn't. I had to practice saying no and they didn't like it, honey. And not only that, you know, the first of the year, again, in our last episode, we talked about eating better, not going out to eat. So we did this huge grocery store run Okay. and I purchased the kids' snacks and lunch items, juice boxes, enough for a month. Okay. I'm telling you, my granddaughter went through... 10 bags of chips in two days. And it got to the point. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I said, I'm going to get some fake money. And we're going to charge you for each snack that you get. Yes. And so then to my teenager, you know, I got some real money. I said, we're well, we going to charge you real money. So we're just going to charge a dollar per snack. And then when it's gone, it's gone. So I think it's important, not only as adults, but to teach children early there are limits to things, and things yes. have to be earned. And even if you earn them, you know, you get these snacks, there's still a limit as to how you use them and what mm-hmm. you do with the resources that you have. So the biggest resource we have is time and that's good. we can't replace it. We that's cannot good. replace time. So learning and practicing saying no, whether it's to our children, to our spouse, to our coworkers, yeah. other family members, friends, that's something that we definitely could do. So from your professional and personal perspective, give us a couple points on how you think we can kind of start saying no. Where sure. can we start? Absolutely. So... Um, I, I'm going to have to go with, I think we can start with ourselves, right? So, and what I mean by that is, you know, that bad habit that you may have, whether it's shopping or spending money or, you know, whatever it might be. So wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. So did I hear, okay, I'm talking to the audience now because I don't hear her. I can't have a cupcake at... Midnight while I'm working on this paper. No. No. Okay. That's I, I think that's fair. Yes. That's fair. So saying no to, to our your bad, to ourselves, bad to habits. our bad habits. Okay. Yes. Because, like you said, on the last episode, we talked about balancing life. Well, part of that is setting limits. It is setting limits, yes. On and we have to if we can set limits on ourselves, then We're strong enough or we become strong enough to set limits on others, to set limits on things. You talked about in the last episode, you talked about your daughter and how she's been going to the gym and how her body is changing and transforming. Well, I'm certain that she has to set limits somewhere. She got to say, no, I can't have this cupcake. No, I can't have this donut. Okay, yes, I have to go work out. No, I can't just sit here and sleep on the sofa because I'm tired. Nope, you have to get up. So setting limits, I think, is a great, great, great way to start setting boundaries for life in general. So I think what goes well with that is learning to become disciplined. So oh, you can set the boundaries, but you have to have the discipline and the self-control to follow through with the boundaries you set. Because, nice. again, we still at the beginning of the year, this is just February and we rolling through, but it's still early enough where we're trying to stick to these New Year's resolutions, but okay. it takes these set of expectations that we put on ourselves for us to implement them to have the discipline. And then I think that will help us follow through with keeping up the boundaries that we put in place for ourselves to keep our mind, body, everything in the right order where it should be with balancing it, but also helps us show up better for others by setting boundaries. Cause I may be able to To say no to DoorDash for the last 10 times you asked me to DoorDash the food to you. Yeah. But saving in that area, whether it's time or money, it'll help us, hey, let's go out to a really nice dinner and treat you and give you an experience of something that you may not have had that costs Mm -hmm. less. Than what that DoorDash order came up to. Because those DoorDash fees add up. We're going to make this whole episode about DoorDash in So you're in a saying... So, so <laughs> wait a minute. So do I hear you say that if you set limits, that you may be able to save some money? You may be able to save some money, save some time. Why? Wow. It'll help give you increase in other areas. So... Okay. You may be able to have that brunch at the Whitney. I'm not trying to put a plug in for the Whitney, but it's $69 and it just got <laughs> came back last month. So, you know, that's about three DoorDash orders. If you skip those, mm-hmm. you can definitely have a very good experience at yeah. the Whitney and make it a more memorable experience and more valued mm. by setting those boundaries. And it's not just with saying no to kids and food. Right. It's... Like you said, I I can't eat that cupcake. And, you know, after yeah. about a month of doing that, or them 21 days we talked about in the last episode, then I might see that I can fit them jeans I've been trying to fit for the last year. Right. You know, I don't right. have to send them off to Goodwill. So that's something that we do have to look at. And just saying no, um, that can be a challenge. And especially oh, yeah. as a mom, as a wife, as a friend, um, People expect you to show up, mm. and we we still on the children. I'm trying to get away from them, but I have to use them right now. Yeah, because I got all girls. That's right. <laughs> and from 30 to 14, and actually throw the grandkids in there. I have a few of those, and right. the youngest is three. I I don't know how to say no to any of them. You no. know, I think. Today is my normal day to pick my grandson up from school at five o'clock. And mm. I had to say no. I said no. I can't Ooh, do it. Oh, good and job. I felt guilty. I felt horrible. I almost want to change the time. So meet you and record this podcast. But I was like, Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I said no. I can't do that. So it's learning not just to say no, but also without the guilt that can accompany it. Because mm, that's good. Actually, she got something better off the deal because now she wanted to stay over. I said yes to that because I get to have more quality time. Where if I had picked him up from daycare, it would have been a whole hustle and bustle and stress back to bringing my stress levels up. And I wouldn't have enjoyed the experience of feeling responsible for something that I'm not responsible for. Because I didn't make that baby. That's a baby. That's right. So I'm just the helper. So now I can have a better quality time with my grandson after I have the free time and it's not in the middle of things of taking care of myself first. That's nice. So I love the fact that you said you can have a better quality of time spent with him. Um, I think we forfeit that off a lot of times, you know, I think we give it up that quality spent with uh, the kids, the grandkids. Why? Because We got the adult kids. I know, talking about kids. But we got the adult (laughs) kids that's saying, can you babysit? Well, I don't really feel like babysitting. So if I don't really feel like babysitting, it's not going to be quality time spent. You're going to sit there and you're going to, you know, color. I'm going to let you color by yourself. I'm not going to color with you because I don't really feel like babysitting. Right. And so I didn't set boundaries. So I, I I gave in. I said yes when I really meant no. When you really meant no. So how can we say no when we really mean no without, like you said, without that guilt? Uh, I think one of the ways we can do it is scheduling time. So, Ooh. hey, you know that. The adult kids, whether they're, actually, it doesn't matter what age they are. They love DoorDash. Give it to them for their birthday. Hey, here go a gift card. Okay. You know, this is the only DoorDash that I'm spending. So back to setting those limits. That's good. And taking care of yourself first will automatically set boundaries. So if you have a schedule, you mentioned you work out. Mm Mm-hmm. If you work out at 6 or 7 o'clock, nothing comes in place of that. That's right. If you have the podcast scheduled, nothing comes in place of that. If you have a client 11 a.m., but they trying to go to brunch with their friends, no. It's no, because this person needs their mental health issues addressed. And you babysitting could forfeit, one, your income, because that's something that you're getting paid to do. But it also could help somebody's quality of life drop because they expected you to show up and be there. So I think, um, just practicing it. It's not going to feel good. It's not going to be easy, but just taking small steps and practicing by setting those boundaries and just pulling back on what you do. So I know, um, a lot of times with nonprofits, they're looking for donations. But you have to go to these corporations early in the year because they set a budget Mm -hmm. for what they allocate for donations for nonprofits. So if they reach their quota by June and you asking them for a $500 donation in August, that's it. They're going to tell you no. So you have to know early enough what corporations to go after. So I think the same thing with our time. Mm -hmm. We have to do that when it comes to... Staying over work late, commit to saying, Hey, I'm gonna do overtime for no more than 10 days out the year. Mm-hmm. So you don't find yourself working these 60 hour work weeks for six months. Yeah. You set a cutoff time with it when you get to your 10 hour, 10 day bank. That's it for the year. I'm not doing any more overtime. Mm-hmm. That's and good. The, and the same thing with the events. Um, I think this year, my daughter mentioned, she and a lot of her friends, they all turned 30. So everybody want to do it big. You know, you got 10 people, you know, <laughs> turning 30. They right. all want to go to Turks and Caicos. Okay. You can't go to Turks and Caicos 10 times. So you're going to have to set some limits. Right. Budget out. This is my travel budget for the year. And you allocate those dollars into the right spaces that you need to so if you can't go to Turks and Caicos with friend number five you may have to pay for her drinks while she's there you know give her a donation you know hey have a good time I'm gonna sit this one out but this is what I can do and then I think that'll kind of take some of that guilt away and you can still feel present and supportive of your circle and your tribe nice I love it great 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 answer there um I want to just uh, give the meaning of the word boundaries, right? So according to dictionary.com or whatever.com here's, you know, here's Merriam Webster and, but one, the first definition says boundaries show where one thing ends and another begins. Wow where one thing ends and another begins. That's pretty awesome. So that makes me think of if, let's go back to the DoorDash example. So our kids want us to DoorDash, send them some DoorDash, right? Well, what's ending is, My old routine, my old habit of giving in to you, saying, yes, I'm going to go ahead and get this, even though I don't want to, even though I can't afford it. Because guess what? If I'm sending you DoorDash, I'm paying for it. Clearly, you're not paying for it because otherwise you'd be sending your own self DoorDash. (laughs) So if I'm paying for it, and what if I can't afford to pay for it? But the kids, they make you feel guilty. And you so here anyway. you go. You just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, now your bank account is overdrawn. And, you know, now you got to rob Peter to pay Paul, like the old folks used to say. <laughs> but here you are. So the one thing ends, right? So what's going to end is I'm no longer going to stress myself out. Yes. I'm no longer going to make that sacrifice when really I don't mean yes I mean no, but I say yes. So now, that's ending. I'm not going to do that. Because even with saying yes when you really mean no, those feelings of guilt are still there. They just are set within yourself and it goes deeper. Yes. Where when you feel guilty about saying no, it's just directed towards the person you're saying no to. So it doesn't feel good either way. But in the long run, learning to say no will become easier. and. I'm um always advocating for reading because it's like one of my mm-hmm. favorite things mm-hmm. and it just happens to be a book on boundaries yes and so I believe it's by um audiences by Dr. Henry cloud okay and the book is called boundaries if you get a chance grab it and if you haven't already grabbed um atomic habits grab that one as well and we we don't have a book club yet. But just know that an introduction to a new read of the month will always be part of our podcast. Mm -hmm. So the one for this month, again, is Boundaries by Henry Cloud. And so in that book, he really speaks to how to really implement and make those lifelong changes of not just, oh, I said no today because you don't deserve it and I'm really mad. So I said no but consistently saying no yes. and meaning it and letting them know that part of me, that's the old me. Yeah. It's like you said, one, one thing ends, ends and something else begins. begins. So this old way is gone. It's not coming back. Goodbye. And so here's the new beginning. Do the queen wave. Yeah. So they'll start learning Oh, I can't even ask her for DoorDash. There you go. So people won't even ask you because they say, Oh, she don't order DoorDash or she not babysitting Mm -hmm. on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. You know, so it just really depends on how serious you want to take these life changes to see improvement and balance in your overall life. And That's really it. So it kind of goes hand in hand with, um, again, reducing stress. You need to find ways to find some balance, setting boundaries, taking care of you first. And we just don't do that as a society. We don't take care of ourselves. We're going in a million different directions, trying to do what other people want us to do, trying Mm -hmm. to keep up an image. People please. Just people pleasing, you Mm -hmm. know, and you just have to really show up as your authentic self and it doesn't matter how many times, um, you try, you could fail at setting the boundaries a million times, but you just pick back up and start over with learning how to say no. Yes. Totally agree with that. Um, one of the things that I experience regarding setting boundaries is When I was younger, I, I would, and so, you know, I'm not going to get too personal, but you know, this is real. This is, this is a podcast. You and I are real people. We are real friends. So I'm, I'm going to talk to you just like, uh, you know, like nobody else is here. But one of the things, uh, that I used to do was I would have all these friends and my father gave me an allowance when I was younger and I would get this allowance regularly. And so all of a sudden, all these people, all these friends came out the woodworks and I would always treat them to stuff. I would, you know, oh, Camille's buying lunch, Camille's buying ice cream today, Camille's doing this, Camille's doing that. And I did it, I think because I was trying to buy my friends or make them happy. Like you said, you know, kind of a a people pleasing thing. I wanted them to be happy. I wanted them to like me. Right. And I learned at an early age that I had to set boundaries because I wasn't going to be able to afford to get the things that I wanted. I wanted some new jeans. I wanted some new shoes. I couldn't get it because I spent all my money on these three or four other people over here that were using me. That I I didn't realize was using me. And it leaves you empty. Yeah. Not just financially, not just in wasting your time with people who aren't being authentic, but it leaves you empty within your soul. And so you really have to work on practicing saying no. Yes. And well, that's one I'm talking thing. to my kids now. Practicing uh, saying, Camille's no. therapist said, we tell the kids no first. So, yes. no, 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 no. That's right. <laughs> so, that's what's so told No. And then, even with um, relationships, and I said, we ain't going to really talk about relationships on here because I think between the two of us, that could be a whole nother podcast on its own. Hello, somebody. So, um, I am not the relationship expert, but I will <laughs> say. You have to set boundaries there as well because oh, yes. not only do you lose yourself in raising children, you lose who you are as an individual through long-term relationships in mm-hmm. marriage or even with a new relationship. You know that new puppy love. You forget about what you used to like to do when yeah. you just hang in with him or with her and. You want to remember that you have your own identity that mm-hmm. doesn't attach to anybody or anything. Yeah. Your whole purpose in this world is to bring forth something to make it better. Oh, so love So whatever it. that is... You can't just tag along to somebody else you have to be authentic in who you're supposed to be yeah. and so the person is supposed to come into your life to complement your life it shouldn't mm. be a struggle or you changing who you are so I think setting boundaries helps us not lose ourselves so that we can become better people and better partners yeah. for for the person you know and it'll work out a little bit better and again It's all about that balance. All of this kind of comes full circle and it'll make your entire life improved. Right. So I want to give an example. A few years back, I had a friend. We were at dinner or lunch or somewhere. And I had this friend to tell me, you smile too big. You smile too big. (laughs) So, you know, and they said, well, why don't you practice smiling, less big, right? And so they kind of did the example for me and, you know, instead of me, you know, (laughs) they're like, and I started doing it. I literally began to change who I was because I didn't set a boundary there. Yes, the people-pleasing. The people-pleasing. And so I, I had to, it was almost like I had to snap out of it and tell myself, wait a minute, there's nothing wrong with the way you smile. Just be who you are. Be who you are. And don't, you know, don't try to please everybody. And that's interesting you say that because I just came across this article here. I love articles, though, because you can always find a nice little tidbit. Of information. You don't have to put up with someone's bad behavior to keep the peace. Mm. So that was, it's probably not the example they're referring to, but that's an example of bad behavior because a friend wouldn't tell the someone not to smile. And so this article is out of um, word and soul. And it basically mm. says, this goes for any relationship you find yourself in, personal, professional, romantic, or platonic. You don't need to make excuses for someone's mistreatment in order to not rock the boat. Forget the boat. If someone isn't treating you right or is mentally or physically abusive, you don't need to deal with it. You need to stand up for yourself unapologetically. I love it. So, you should have just smiled bigger. (laughs) (laughs) That might be all you needed. And those people are either going to accept you for who you are or they're going to fall off, like you said, and they weren't really true to you anyway. So that's one of the things, you know, we can't be accountable for how other people feel. We can't apologize, you know, and even with past mistakes, you know, you have some people who want you to be that person you was 10 years ago or remember when she did this, you know, and people evolve and don't apologize for evolving or feel like, when you are around you know that cousin you haven't seen in 15 years and they remember you did this or did that you know you're not that same person you know right. people don't change overnight but with in the right circles and with the right discipline and setting boundaries mm. people do become different people They're just still the same as to who they are at their core, but they learn how to navigate and maybe not do some of the bad behaviors that were part of their youth or through a more immature state of who they were. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Very nice. Setting boundaries. Definitely something to think about. It's something that I hope that our audience is going to, you know, go home and begin to practice if they haven't been practicing it. Because it is a healthy way to live. Yes. setting and, boundaries. And is... we hear often, "No" is a complete sentence. And I think even some of the people that say it with intention, they don't even practice it. So I'm saying it. No is a complete sentence. So maybe the next episode we'll have you know a few examples of some of the things we changed. I might even delete the DoorDash app off my phone. Come on, that's <laughs> <high> fine. Okay. <laughs> Because that gets you every time. So, oh my goodness! Um, that's pretty much um one of the things about setting boundaries is saying no. And yeah. I think in what you said earlier is saying yes to yourself or yes. setting limits with yourself. Yeah. And if you do more of that and saying yes to yourself with, about healthy choices, mm-hmm. it'll help you in making the limits and have the discipline to kind of make some healthy changes in the relationships with the people around you. Yeah. And we want to make sure that, you know, the the big thing with our podcast is we work on the whole self. Yes. Mind, body, soul, all of that. And I think if we um, continue to push our viewers to push each other to try new things to set those boundaries to set limits to say no to say yes to healthy things yes. and no to unhealthy things then that's going to take us even further than where we ever thought we would go yeah i think it will yeah so oh. i'm loving this yeah, i th- i think i like it so and again um people that are watching um i am a wellness advocate. So you can always send me an email, come to me, come to my coffee shop, Harmon grounds cafe in Romulus, Michigan. And we can always chat it up about boundaries and setting up new things to become a new and improved you. Yes. Talking to a friend, but you definitely need someone like Camille, a mental health professional to help you truly implement some solid tools and a treatment plan to kind of get you on the right path because all i'm gonna do is talk to you and give you a million ideas (laughs) of creativity of what to do and discover probably send you on an airplane somewhere (laughs) to (laughs) tell everybody no because i'm not here but what camille does is licensed professional work that if you do have insurance uh, depending on where you're at give her a call and she can help you out you can email us at let's chat at combosbythecup.com. Also follow us on Instagram, convos by the cup and also on Facebook. We are still working on our website. It's a landing page there but combosbythecup.com, you can go ahead and check that out periodically and that will have different updates, events, and locations where we're at and it will also have our podcast schedule. And then you have anything else, Camille? Well, um, I do want to just make sure that I mention that we will have some opportunity for you to um, have sponsorship uh, in our, on our show, on our program. So if that's something that you're interested in, when you uh, send it to the Let's Chat at convosbythecup.com, make sure that you uh, let us know that you're interested in being a sponsor for yes. us, for our show. Um, we want this to reach millions of people but even if it just reaches one even that's if it just reaches one it's to help somebody that's so good one last thing that i wanted to just kind of point out regarding regarding boundaries setting is when you and wendy mentioned this earlier but when you set those boundaries you allow yourself to be less stressed out And mental health, mental wellness, mental well-being is so important when you're trying to live a balanced life. Yes. We are glad you joined us today and that we filled your cup. And we'll be back again next week so we can refill it up again. And we're going to have a little special guest for you next week. We'll have a surprise, have a little fun. And we'll actually have some giveaways. So stay tuned. Check us out. Like, follow, subscribe. Do all of those things. And we'll see you back here on our next episode. Have a good day. Bye.